All right, folks, this is Dr. Gersmar with Aspire Natural Health. I'm here with Sean McCormick. We are sitting in Float Bellevue. Sean is the owner of Float Seattle and Float Bellevue. Uh, as you guys know, it, floating or uh, floating in the sensory deprivation tank has been something I've been trying out lately and having a lot of fun with. So I wanted to sit down with Sean and talk to him. He uh, is super knowledgeable about everything floating. Uh, by, by his own admission, he is probably within the top 3% of people in the world uh, in terms of his knowledge base and experience with floating. So we are going to take a few minutes, guys, to sit down with him today. He's going to share some really great information. So without further ado, Sean, welcome. Thank you for coming. This uh, is going to be good. Absolutely, man. So floating, I'm, uh, you know, in general, kind of pretty fringe stuff, right? So not something that, maybe not in your world, right? But the, the, the uh, for a lot of people out there, maybe something they've heard about or, or something, you know, a little unusual. Uh, and, and when they think of floating, maybe they think of like the Dead Sea, right? And the pictures you see people just floating along. So how did you get into this stuff? I, I'm sort of a lifelong meditator. Mm -hmm. So um, I've been meditating since I was a kid. Mm -hmm. And during the different modalities that I practiced over the years, and tinkered with different types and approaches to meditation, I kept coming across floating as a similarity to mindfulness meditation. Sure. And mindfulness, I don't know how much you know about mindfulness, but um, it, is, it is sort of a similar effect on the body. Mm -hmm. um, and so I floated at a yoga instructor's house in Bellevue. Oh. Uh, he does uh, yoga and massage therapy, a guy named Brian Bales, just down the street from here. Okay. Um, seven years ago for the first time and had an experience that that was so much deeper than any meditation I had ever done. Mm -hmm. And I had been to really cool places and felt a lot of bliss in my meditation. But this just, just took it to a whole nother level very quickly for me mm -hmm. and then I forgot about it for a couple years sure and then um, you know paid off some student loans and uh, and then decided to just go for it because I kept waiting for a float center right. to open and nobody opened and I was like well I should either I could either buy one and put it in my 400 square foot studio uh -huh. which my wife would just absolutely love right right or uh, I could open a float center and so um, Seattle float Seattle opened three and a half years ago and um, we just opened Bellevue in uh, last summer. Cool. Yeah. yeah, I was gonna say I remember doing a search a ways back, and I, I remember there was something over in Seattle, and I was like, man, that's it. You know, it's just a ways to get over there, right? Sure. So, uh, so just recently when I was looking into it again, I was like, oh my god, Bellevue, Bellevue, yeah. I can get to. So, yeah. So yeah. So um, well, let's talk about it. I mean, briefly, what's the history? Like, how did someone think of getting people afloat uh, in some dense water in a little tank in the dark. Where, yeah. did, where did this come from? So um, the creator, John Lilly, mm -hmm. um, Dr. Dr. Lilly was um, commissioned by um, the military to, to, to do some research on um, altered states and sensory deprivation and what would happen. Mm -hmm. um, and then he developed it from there on his own mm -hmm. and did a bunch of research and the conventional theory was that if you had complete sensory deprivation, you were cut off from all of your five senses plus your sixth sense of mm -hmm. gravity, mm -hmm. um, then you would just – if your brain wasn't processing information, you would just fall asleep. Okay. And that's kind of what science accepted right? Um, until John Lilly started to explore it. And um, uh, I think it was in the late 50s, early 60s and then um, – it's been, it's gone through waves over the last, you know, number of years, kind of in and out of popularity. Mm -hmm. um, 
but it's never really gone away, and it was a, it was a lot more popular in Europe up until, um, I guess three or four years ago is when it really has really taken off again here mm-hmm. in the states, mm-hmm. and you see more and more float centers pop up, and you see it in the news a lot more. Right. Um, so so it's really grown more faster in the United States recently. That's and, cool. Um, it deserves to be there. There's. This is really deep stuff. This is deeply, deeply healing on a lot of different levels. And um, there should be a float center on every corner. Well, well let's talk about that. Man. Yeah. I mean, like what, um, so in, what's the average person you find, uh, if there is an average person, but w- what are a lot of people coming to float for? Um, really, we, we the way that we sort of present it, the mm-hmm. way that we talk about it, mm-hmm. is that they people really come to float for three reasons. Um, either to alleviate pain, mm-hmm. um, to reduce their stress, mm-hmm. uh, and for meditation. Okay. And at the bare minimum, this is, and from from what I know, I mean, I'm yeah. I'm, not, I'm not a doctor. Right. No. no <laughs> I'm worries. not a doctor. No worries. Yeah. yeah. But there's just nothing that's quite as effective as this is for those things. Okay. And so that's the way that we that we that we think about it and that we see. So. Yeah, I mean, I could go into the the you know the the science benefits, the actual you know numbers and stuff on it. Sure, sure. But um, yeah. But I think on a on a bigger level, right? We can say that it is a. I mean, this has been my experience for the two sessions that I've had. It is a profoundly you know stress reducing therapy. I mean, yeah. uh, I've, I've told people when you first get in. My experience again, only two sessions, but when you first get in, you're really focused physically, at least. Like, oh man, I'm really tight here, really tense, and it's just. I go through a period of unwinding, letting a lot of tension go, and then the next thing that comes up is, man, now my mind is really tense, and there's just a lot going around, and this period of everything winding down. For sure. And uh, and and you come out of it just like, wow, having your your nervous system has really just kind of reset itself. Totally. Uh, that's that's been my experience. I think that's probably a common way to characterize it, to think about it. I mean, you are just scratching the surface barely. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know. There, a lot of people have their their best float, their mm-hmm. most important float around mm-hmm. float three or float four. Okay. So that's something to look forward to. Yeah, yeah. But that feeling of, okay, my body is now totally relaxed. I don't have any tense muscles. Mm-hmm. Then your brain kicks in and starts thinking about, kind of, for me, and yeah. it sounds like similar to you. Right. Just everything. Yeah. And then it gets a little bit... It's you start to go through your mental checklist and and let things go and let things go and let things go and then you have less and less to think about. Right. Or the questions that you're asking are so like meta mm-hmm. that you've gone to like that sort of phase in your thought processes, which is really good for us to do. Mm-hmm. Um. So, uh, yeah. Then when the music comes on and it's time to get out, mm-hmm. you have this sense like, oh, I. I have to, I'm going to go back to normal operating procedures now. Right, right. Right? I'm going to go go back to driving cars and, you know, like, <laughs> I got to right. shower and, right. you know, be a human again. But that feeling of, like, total detachment is so profound. I mean, it is, it, it, it's, it's such a deeply changing and, and, and a unique level of relaxation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, let's talk about pain, right? Because obviously yeah. a big deal for people, the, the, you know, the current treatments for pain are, are the opiate medications and they have like tons of side effects and bad stuff. Uh, new report said 17,000 17, people died last year from 
opiate overdoses and complications. 17,000. Right. Huge problem. Now, luckily here in, you know, Washington, a lot of other places, um, not, not, not the subject of this, of this uh, podcast here, but uh, marijuana is actually a really nice uh, either complement so people can lower their medications. Or in a lot of instances, people are able to switch over, yeah. not have the same side effects. But, but what about floating? So someone's in pain, chronic pain maybe from yeah. whatever it is. Right. Um, wh- wh- why should they think about floating? Well, there's, there's, a couple of, there's a couple of different reasons why how it deals with pain and why it deals with pain in a certain way. And I, mm. and I speak just from seeing, you know, hundreds and hundreds, thousands of people sure. getting alleviation from their pain. Okay. Um, there's, there's studies going on right now to support the claim that magnesium is absorbed through your skin. Mm-hmm. Magnesium sulfate, Epsom sure. salt. Sure, sure. Just like soaking your feet or putting it in the bath to alleviate mu- muscle tension. Right. This is that literally times 1,000. Wow. Because there's 1,000 pounds of salt. And even to put a pound in your, in your bathtub is kind yeah. of a lot. Yeah. So they'll, they'll, this study will show that you, absorb, you do absorb it through your skin and it does alleviate um, – it does alleviate tension in your in your hard and soft tissues, mm-hmm. and so that's sort of a, a chemical reason why it's good for your pain. And then then there's this emotional relief from being um, in total buoyancy, mm-hmm. like this like like a literal weight off your shoulders, mm-hmm. being being supine in in. Total buoyancy with zero ton tense muscles is mm. something that you've never experienced before yeah. until you do this. Right. Unless you've been in outer space, <laughs> or <laughs> a little bit harder than climbing in a float tank, right? Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You yeah. know, like, in, and the Dead Sea is bright. You can't replicate that level of dark and quiet. But right. floating like that is cool too. Right. Um, and what it does to your body is your your body just sort of goes into repair mode, and you'll feel your back unkink, and you'll. You'll f- hear your elbow pop as it like starts to get space. Mm-hmm. You feel taller. Your neck feels longer coming out of the fluid mm-hmm. tank. Mm-hmm. So there's there's the Epsom salt that's fueling your mitochondria and relieving tension. Mm-hmm. And then there's the, the the experience, the sort of overall bodily experience that you have right. that really eases tension and chills you out and makes you feel better. Right. Um, yeah. Well, I would say too, you know, a lot of pain is, is involved with the nervous system, right? Mm-hmm. The brain and the way the brain's reacting to stimuli. And, and we just know that the floats have such a, I mean, the only way I could say it is just a resetting on the central nervous system. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, and the parasympathetic too. Absolutely. So what, you know, the most common complaint I think would be, um, you know, I know when I posted up that I was trying floating, like I would love to try that, but I'm so claustrophobic. Sure. Um, what do you say to people who are, who are really nervous about climbing in the tank? That's obviously the first thing that people say. And I have, I'm, I'll be totally honest, I have a couple of thoughts. Mm-hmm. I think people think of themselves as claustrophobic, mm-hmm. but you don't, you're fine. You're, <laughs> you go in elevators, you right. drive in cars, right. you know, like you're, you, you, you don't, <laughs> it's like, I think people, that's, they're, they're connecting it to something else mm-hmm. that, that's, I'm not a psychiatrist or a doctor, right. <laughs> but, but I think that people are just fooling themselves about it. You know, on oh, claustrophobic, I can never do that. Yeah. Excuses. But also the, the float tank can be left open. Mm-hmm. Um, the lights can be on. Uh, we can play music during your float. If you want to listen to Bach while you float, do it. Yeah. 
like we can help facilitate that for right. you. Right. And so the fear of like, well, I would, I, nobody would, nobody wants to be locked in a thing. There's no locks in there. Right. It. Yep. I can say that's all true. Yeah. Right? You know, you can sit up and you can sit up. You won't hit your head. It's not like the, uh, the roof, if you will, is like in just an inch over your head or it's, anything. Right. You, it's you not know? an MRI. Right. Right. It's right. not, it's not close to you. you can, right. Yeah. You can put, you can sit all the way up. So, I mean, um, it's really, you go at your own pace. If you want to leave the lights on and the music on and everything, cool. Right. Um, but eventually, you'll want that peace and quiet and you'll want, you'll you'll get a taste of that that darkness and how calm it is and mm. you'll just be like, a yeah. lot of people go for it. I mean, I think the other fear is you're going to fall asleep and drown, right? So you want to address that one too. You, yeah. You'll fall asleep and then, you know, whatever, you'll turn over or you'll just sink or you'll drown or it, something. something's going to happen. Right. I, I had, yeah, I don't, I haven't heard that in a while, but yeah, I mean, um, it's so, you're so buoyant on top of the water that you would literally have to do a pretty amazing, like corkscrew motion to flip over. Right. It's, it's nearly impossible to flip yourself over because you're so, (laughs) you're so, you're so buoyant on top of the water. Yeah. Um, yeah. But no, nobody's nobody's ever fell asleep and drowned. Yeah, you know? yeah just you know the, the things people are you know obviously you think oh I'm like in a pool and the, and the answer is you're in water but it's not like right. uh, not like in a jacuzzi or uh, right. a bathtub or something like that right right I mean, right there's so much uh, so much magnesium or so much salt in it in this case that uh, that yeah you're really just floating there and yeah. uh, and uh, I can tell you you don't you don't sink. No, you don't say. Well, and if you if you somehow manage to like fall asleep and roll yourself over somehow, mm-hmm. um, the water is so salty that it would get in your eyes and nose and you'd, it'd wake you up. Yeah, you yeah. know. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I hear people that they're concerned about it, but I can really say I think you know if, if this is something that interests you and, and you're feeling pretty claustrophobic, you can just take it slow. Um, you do have total control. You can open and close the lid and everything else. Yeah. And, and it isn't again a tiny little chamber that uh, no. that you, you're just like. It's not like being a sleeping bag or, or something. Like yeah, that, you, you know? can starfish in there. Yeah, or do snow angels mostly. Yeah. Almost. Yeah. yeah, depending on how tall you are, I think you know. Yeah, but, that's true. Uh, but uh, yeah, and, uh, and and you can fall asleep and you'll just float there and uh, you're not going to drown or anything. Yeah, basically. Let's so. talk about your let's talk about your experience. I mean, yeah. I'm, I'm interested not to flip the script, yeah, but yeah. Um, what what do you think is the most important uh, element that you that you get from floating? Well, I think for me, so I don't suffer from chronic pain, so I can't speak to that. Although I've, um, you know, I've heard from you, and I've also done some research that says, yeah, that after a number of sessions, uh, that people are really finding help with their chronic pain and everything. So that that's spectacular to have another non-drug option for yeah. people. Um, I was just kind of curious. You know what I mean? It was just like, hey, I wonder what this is like. Uh, I know before we started recording, you were asking me, do you have a meditation practice? And and for me, it's been really on and off, and I see the value of it. And again, like most people, it's just uh, day-to-day life gets in the way a lot of times. And um, so for me, <clears throat> when this opportunity popped up, I thought, you know what? I'll give it a shot uh, and see what it is. And, um, and for me, it's just uh, the two sessions that I've had have been profoundly mentally and physically relaxing nice I mean uh, you know you can go get a massage and that's wonderful too yeah. uh, you know uh, it has some different benefits for people very relaxing I found for me the relaxation from this has lasted longer than when I get a massage nice so yeah. when I get a massage you know you feel pretty good for a little while um, but then you know you're hopping up and you're you're back in your life and everything and and before too long you notice like well that was great and there's a lot of benefit but 
it, you know, it's gone. Like the, the relaxation, everything has, has dissipated. Yeah. This one definitely stuck with me uh, longer, so I noticed that. So Most, uh, um, that's mm -hmm. that's super common. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, that that uh, we I hear that a lot, and um, for some folks that that level of well-being mm -hmm. that you get from the dopamine increases mm -hmm. um, and the lowered cortisol and mm -hmm. norepinephrine and epinephrine like mm -hmm. stress hormones yep. like you get a buzz like you get yeah. a blissful warm feeling coming out of there from yeah. the chemicals that you're creating in your own brain right. that are going in there all the time but you just never give them the peace and serenity to like um, express, you know, yeah, yeah. express themselves. So when you walk out, um, some folks say that they feel really good, no pain, pain-free or de significantly decreased mm -hmm. pain mm -hmm. for, you know, two days, three days sometimes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 I mean, I would say, I remember last time I, uh, you know, I got out and then I was sitting in traffic, uh, driving back and I was just not, not bothered by traffic. <laughs> yeah. I was just like, eh, all right, sure. no worries. Uh, so definitely, definitely helpful for there. Uh, so what about uh, if someone was had some disability, they had a few mobility issues, would you say that's something that could stop them from floating that would be a problem? Well, we do, uh, we do have our ADA um, room coming mm -hmm. soon. Okay. Um, for whatever reason, mm -hmm. the, the ADA room is, the, the tank is coming okay. for that room. Okay. Um, there's a, we we have benches. Are you talking about like physically like entering and exiting? The well, yeah, I'm saying so. So if someone is, you know, I, I mean, we're just trying to think. You know, what would be some objections that people might have to give this thing a right. try? And right. if they're, um, you know, if they're, uh, yeah, they have some mobility issues. They're concerned. Maybe could I get in and could I get out? Yeah. Uh, could I get trapped in there? Kind of thing again. Yeah. For or, for folks for folks that are dealing with mobility issues, yeah. I would suggest that they bring somebody to help them. Yeah. Um, um, our staff isn't particularly qualified to assist in that way, okay. but the, we've got benches that we can set up mm -hmm. to make the process easier mm -hmm. um, to aid you. Yeah. And um, so, yeah, I guess I would, I, I guess I would, I would say that if your, if your mobility is, is really impaired yeah. and um, walking is a, is a, is a tough thing, mm -hmm. you would probably require Somebody, somebody to be there with you, you. Yeah, 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 because it, you would, you, I'm sure you would get a lot of benefit from it, right? You know, um, I'm, I'm certainly, yeah. Um, but if getting in or getting out across the, I think it's 18 inches, is how high the front lip goes. Yeah, something like that. Um, then that, you know, that might be a challenge. So just bring a buddy. Yeah. Um, and you said you're getting a new tank that's uh, by the ADA, so American Disability Association. Uh, Man, I think I'm gonna butcher that one, but uh, but is yeah. uh, is certified for people who have disabilities, yeah. and so it's gonna be easier for people. Well, to get the in tank is no different; it's the same tank actually. Oh, okay. I'm um, talking about like the shower area. Oh, I see. Like okay, that. so the whole, the room is just set up for right. people. Right. Okay. Right. Okay. Yeah. Look, I mean, I think if you can take a step up, basically, right. you're gonna be you're gonna be in pretty good shape. And then if you know you are on your back, so if you can sit up. Yep. And then go ahead and pull yourself into kind of a kneeling position and then take a step up. You're, you're good to go. With yeah. This kind of stuff, so. Right. Um, is there anyone who shouldn't float? Is there something that it's just, it's the wrong fit for them? For some folks uh, that have like vertigo. Okay. Um, being supine can, um, can just laying down. Yeah. And supine just for anybody who's oh, not sorry. quite sure means laying on your back. Right. Basically. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. No worries. That's okay. Just... Um, so uh, for folks that, that have like dizziness and stuff, okay. um, um, 
and laying down is a bummer, you mm-hmm. know, stuff mm-hmm. like that. This okay. is just going to, you know, this is going to be a bummer also. Okay. But at the, on the same note, I've heard folks that have actually gotten, that have vertigo mm-hmm. and have, you know, some balance issues and this has really helped them. Okay. Um, the, I've heard people with tinnitus Okay. In both scenarios, I've heard mm-hmm. it really. I've heard a friend of mine actually said that it has really helped. He's a DJ. Okay. He said that it really has helped. Okay. And then I've heard other people that say that it's just it's too much because okay. it's, it's so quiet that it's that it's loud. Okay. For them. Well, yeah, I can see it. I mean, so tinnitus again just is ringing in the ears, right? And there's a lot of different. Uh, we won't get into this. A lot of different reasons people can have ringing in the ears, but if it's more brain-based, um, you could see how kind of resetting the nervous system again could be very helpful for people. Totally. Um, also, some you know white noise can help other people with tinnitus. So being in a really quiet environment, um, people say, can make them crazy. Right. So, you and know. We, we actually have white noise makers in the rooms too. Okay. That we can turn on to give you that background. Okay. I actually prefer it. Okay. When I float, I, yeah. I, I prefer sometimes to have that that going on um you know and I, I don't know how much more time we have but one thing that i do want to touch on yeah. is is the 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 sort of spiritual side of it sure please and maybe that's not i know that yeah no maybe. let's go far we were you know obviously we wanted to cover first of kind of the physical side, kind of the mental side, but by, yeah. well, by, you were saying, so the three things you were saying people come in for are stress reduction stress management right um um, pain, pain yeah. and then the kind of meditative, more spiritual aspect. So please feel yeah. free, go, go, well, go it. It, it, it's, it really is about meditation. Mm-hmm. And, and, and I don't, when I say spiritual, I'm not thinking of any dogma whatsoever mm-hmm. Or, mm-hmm. Or, or any belief system, whatever your belief system is fine. Sure. But your, um, your ability to get into a meditative state, whether it's the theta state, which is a brainwave state that's associated with meditation. Right. Um, there's longer frequencies of that brainwave state okay. and more frequent in a float session. Mm-hmm. And basically what that means for, for, for everybody is it's sort of a medita- it meditates for you. Mm-hmm. It sort of gets you into that spot, the best, easiest way to get into meditation. Sure. And that a lot of people have, have, don't have a concept for what meditation is how good it is, right. you know? Right. Like a good meditation is so like nourishing mm-hmm. to your to your mind and your body and your, you know, higher self. Right. And so if if you're in a funk, um, if you're a little bit depressed, mm-hmm. if you're um, type A and you can't shut your mind down, mm-hmm. if you're um, somewhere in the middle, this is something that can be deeply meaningful in your life sure and i've seen so many people like the guy you met before right he he floats 16 times a month wow he floats almost every other day okay. he brings friends in as well he shares his his membership package with okay. everybody okay but um it really nourishes him it, mm-hmm. it really and and I'm going to give you a couple of tips for your float Absolutely, today. Absolutely, yeah. Some breathing tips that sure. You, you so it's actually you would say in a, in a way it's like it's like his meditation session. It right? is. If he's doing it every other basically every other day, then he's, absolutely that's his that's his spiritual practice in a way. It is. Yeah. I, I think it is in a way, um, and it doesn't take anything other than for you to just breathe and relax (laughs) that's that's literally all you have to do for these amazing litany of benefits like all you got to do is just breathe and chill out yeah and you can have 
you know, the deepest experience of your life. I mean, my first float was yeah. transcendent. I mean, it, I, I had an out of body experience, wow. which I've had before, yeah. um, spontaneously in mm -hmm. meditations. Okay. And, um, that that's big stuff. Like, sure. Whether it's whatever you think about that in general, you know, whether you think it's mumbo jumbo or, or if you think, yeah, totally out of body, right. but the feeling alone, ha it really like touches you mm -hmm. and makes you a happier person mm -hmm. and a more fulfilled person mm -hmm. and a more curious person, which I think is really important. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Well, that's cool, man. So floating can not only span just everybody who's looking for stress reduction, people specifically looking for pain management and then sort of the, the inner journey to know yourself totally. better. Yeah. Right. So I know, I know you would say, Hey, everybody should experience floating, but is there anyone in particular, like if we're kind of putting a call out to, you know, to somebody, is there, is there anyone in particular you think yeah. should give floating a, a try? People who are busy. Okay. People who are busy. Yeah. Um, really need something in their life to counteract that busyness. Mm -hmm. They need something that's a short time that's that's not gonna take a ton of time yeah that's a that's really highly effective yeah at allowing them to clear their mind clear their thoughts get some rest some recuperation mm -hmm. in an hour mm -hmm. so that they can continue to be good at what they do right that's that that those are the people who who benefit the most okay and see the most mm-hmm I, the, I mean, if I had to think about all the members both here in Bellevue and also in Seattle, mm -hmm. they're movers and shakers. They're people who have a lot going on mm -hmm. and this is the thing for them. This is the thing. Right. They've given up, nothing on massage, but they've yeah. given up their massage memberships right. because this is more impactful for them and it allows both a mental and a physical um I look at it as an unwinding, okay. right? It yeah. unwinds a lot of the stress. I mean, that's just, again, that's been my experience. It sort of unwinds a lot of the stress that's going on for people. Right. Um, yeah, nothing against massage and, and, and anyone who practices it. Uh, great stuff. More physically, but the, the again, the more mental, this is has a, a more mental aspect in my, in my yeah. opinion than, than that we're, kind of work. We're does. actually kind of going into your floor. All right, man. We gotta, well, so we're going to wrap up here in just a second, everybody. Um, I got to get in the tank. Uh, don't want to give up my, my session. Yeah. Um, so, well, just if you want to share, you want to share this with anybody, uh, do you have a couple of tips you were saying to make a float session better? You want to um, share with people? Yeah, a couple. Um, number one, take a tepid shower before you get in. Okay. Not too hot, not too cold. Yep. Um, Set an intention, okay, if you want, mm -hmm. um, and and take a cooler, almost uh, take a tepid shower afterward, or at least finish with a tepid shower. Okay, you can do your regular shower, nice and hot after right. your float, right? But cool it off in a little bit because uh -huh. if you you don't want to be leaving here like hot and you know overheated, right? Um, and then also. Um, don't don't overthink it mm -hmm. because that's that you didn't you, the, regardless of what you've heard or what, what I've said right. or what you've read about people's experiences it's it's just it's unique to you okay. so just come in and um, forget everything you know and just hang out yeah. relax breathe well man it's been fun uh, again float Seattle and float Bellevue uh, is there any way you prefer people contact you if people are interested want to look into this thing check you guys out 
Um, give us a call. Yeah, check check out online. We've got okay. tons of videos and um, information. It's thirty nine bucks for your first try. Okay, and absolutely. It's a, a first time offer. Right. I mean, yeah. Right. So again, Float Bellevue. Uh, what's the website again? It's float uh, floatbellevue.com. Okay. And then there's floatseattle.com. Awesome. So if you guys are over in Seattle, check out Float Seattle. If you're over on the east side with us, then check out Float Bellevue. All right, folks. That is it for today. If you want to learn more, go ahead and check out the website. As always. And until we talk again, take care.